Hey, welcome to Iron Bell Ministries podcast. I'm Stephen McWhorter here with Greg Diedrich. Delighted to be here. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Greg and I um, are going to be just talking about some stuff today. We feel like the Lord's really been highlighting um, around the ministry. Um, recently at a worship night, we saw him use this subject in a powerful way. And so we just felt like it was good to go ahead and cover on today's podcast. So, yeah, you know, and it's the subject of forgiveness. Um, it's the it's the subject that we we love. We all go, yeah, that's biblical. That's good for you to do. <laughs> but no, we we don't we don't like you know. The truth is, when we start delving into the things that we have to show forgiveness for, that we have to deal with, um, you know, even with ourselves, forgiving ourselves, um, uh, forgiving others, um, the bride in general. Um, it's 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 easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easier to get stuck in an offense than it is to forgive, for sure. Yeah, and it, it seems to be that, you know, the tactics like that, um, that the enemy's tactics haven't changed a lot. Uh, there's still that trying to separate, trying to divide and mm-hmm. and um, deplete, yeah. um, you know, the body to deplete each other yeah. personally and, and even in the body. And that's how we got in, really, the topic. And yeah. It really started through the door of unity. You know, mm-hmm. I know the Lord's been speaking to you a lot about unity and what that looks like in the yep. body, and you shared some things on that that I think would be really helpful to share yeah. with our listeners. You know, when we were going into a recent worship night, I was really pressing in the Lord on that subject because we were going to be covering a lot of this harmony in the body, unity mm-hmm. in the body, which is a podcast we've done, which you haven't heard. Uh, you can go back. It's called Harmony in the Body. Um, that Jessica and I did, but we, yeah. we talked about this Good concept one. of unity and harmony in the bride and, and what that looks like um, for us to really, um, with the grace and love of the Lord, learn to let each other be different parts mm-hmm. of the same body mm-hmm. and how to care for those parts and how to allow mm-hmm. those parts to step into the full uh, manifestation of their purpose yeah. in life and how when we do that we see the harmony that god wants that yeah. jesus prayed for when he said you know i pray that they would be one as, as you were one fathers we are one and um when we talk about that one of the things we mentioned was mm-hmm. there's this thing that has to really happen first most of the time when dealing with stepping in and pressing into that unity the lord desires for the bride and what it is it's the subject of forgiveness mm-hmm. it is it is this thing that we we think well i'll get to that later (laughs) you know we all know that when we try we never typically have a hard time getting back to it we're like i'll just move on do we really have to deal with that yeah Uh, it's hard yeah Uh, but there's such really i there's such forgiveness there's such forgiveness there's such freedom Mm. in it uh there's a releasing in it that it's it's like uh it's like swimming with weights on Mm. You know, when we don't do it. Right. Uh, we might get where we're wanting to go, but it's going to be a lot harder getting right. there. And one of the things the Lord showed me as I was praying about this was he showed me, I got this picture of a Chinese finger trap. Finger trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, careful how you say that. You're bringing out your Southern Indiana roots. There. Man, I really, I can't, I can't get that well. Can I? I had, a, we have a friend of ours, an Australian friend of ours that one time I was meeting someone for lunch and he had set it up. It's so funny. And he goes, yeah, you're meeting this such and such person. And then uh, when you meet him, just be your country bumpkin self. It'll be fine. And I went, okay, what? Wait a minute. What did you just say? 
<laughs> somewhere my accent is exotic. So somewhere people are just, they just woo at the sound of me saying. They really like banger. Banger. Yeah. So uh, anyways, I saw this picture of a, fa- a Chinese finger trap. And what I, I thought about it for a minute, because I hadn't thought about mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, the last time I even yeah, saw one. Toy. It was so, um, so abstract and just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about it, I, re- I realized what they did. I thought at first, and I was reading about them, so I Googled, you know. Uh, and I saw that, you know, with the with them, the, your instinct with them is to pull out. Mm. Because what they are, it's this contraption that you put both fingers into, mm-hmm. and then you have to try to get them out. And your instinct is to pull. Right. And what that does is it tightens. As you pull, it tightens. Because mm-hmm. our instinct as people is to pull. Mm-hmm. You draw know? away. Uh, just draw away. And it tightens. And that is exactly what Paul, I believe, is talking about when he says mm-hmm. in Second Corinthians, he says, you know, there's a brother among them that's done something that, mm-hmm. that people have to forgive. They mm-hmm. have to reaffirm this person or he's going to just shut down. Mm-hmm. And what Paul says is this. He says, we, you know, forgive this person. And, it do, and he says this, so that Satan will not outsmart us, mm-hmm. will not outsmart you, for, when, for we are familiar with with his schemes mm. and in some translations with his trap, mm. you know, and that's really interesting. It's this concept of we're not unaware that the, the, the enemy uses unforgiveness right. as a trap. Yes. It's never something the Lord is using. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like that, that sounds obvious, but yeah. I think it's worth saying yeah. it's never something the Lord is using mm-hmm. unforgiveness because it goes against his nature. Right. And so our instinct is to pull away. Not to mm. forgive, just to completely not right. deal with Break the situation. Fellowship. But what happens is just this. It tightens mm. in on us. Right. But the only way to get out of these Chinese finger traps is to actually, you press in your fingers mm. towards each other, and then you can release them. Mm. And it's the same thing, I believe the Lord was saying, it's the same thing with this, mm. this um, subject of forgiveness, mm. is that when we press in with the Lord's heart, with His grace and with His love, right into this situation with forgiveness we begin to release ourselves from this trap <clears throat> and it's so like the lord too because he presses into us right. when we have so much garbage <clears throat> he presses in <clears throat> and that's where we start to see this forgiveness <clears throat> this beginning of forgiveness is the ability <clears throat> and frankly the courage <clears throat> and humility to go i'm going to press into this thing that i really would just rather just bypass yeah there's no bypassing it yeah that's good. Yeah. You know, I was reminded of, um, there was, you know, speaking to this, how forgiveness and unity come together. We had a situation in our community about a year ago, and one of the people in the community was kind of going around to different people and expressing his opinion, and he wasn't doing so in a, um, you know, in a harsh or intentionally hurtful way, but what was causing it was starting to cause some division. Hmm. And so I sat down with him and said, look, I know this is not your intention, but when you're going around doing this, uh, what's happening is people are viewing this as you're not uh, wanting to do what the community's wanting to do and it's starting to create some division. And I could see that, and the person just said, hey, that's not what I intend, and I'm so sorry. And I knew that was the case. I just wanted to nip it in the bud. Well, I could see them starting to withdraw emotionally, and, mm. I, and I just encouraged them. I said, you know, uh, stay in fellowship. Mm. stay here you know don't let this become an offense that creates a division Mm. and they did they stayed in fellowship they're still deeply connected to us in the community and 
What I um, I'm glad I stayed. Yeah, yeah I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but I'm if you kidding. want, if you want to jump under it, that's up to you. So is it I, Lord? <laughs> what the Lord was just teaching me in that time frame is He was saying, you know, every long-term relationship you have in life mm. is going to need restoration sometime during it. Wow. Whether it's a spouse, one of your children, mm. your parents a good friend. I mean, think about it. How many relationships really can last and the test of time over decades? Mm -hmm. And those that do typically have times where there's a break, where there's the tendency to pull away. And when we, when we can go in and we can restore, then that relationship is stronger than ever and has survived that test and comes out. And that's what the body really needs to do. I Mm -hmm. think uh, as a church, we're too often we kind of separate emotionally and then we coexist, but we really don't have true relationship. And I think that and for unity to come to the body, one of the things that really has to break out is just the, the ability to restore relationships. Every relationship God created needs restoration at some point. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be great. We, the body, and we individually need to be great at restoring relationships. Mm. And it really hinges on forgiveness. Um, and the, you know, the flip side of, of forgiveness is repentance. It, it hinges on repentance, but it also hinges on forgiveness because sometimes you just have to forgive without somebody repenting or apologizing. And that's, yeah. that's really what the key is, is, um, just being willing to do that, lay down your rights and, and, uh, and forgive. And you know, it's funny. It's not a forgive. We think, you know, I'm, <laughs> Uh, you know, I've been, there's instances where someone, you know, I've, I've done something. It's hard to believe. I've done mm-hmm. something that's offended Once. someone. Once. One time ever in the history of mankind, I might have offended someone. No. And I remember one time getting a text from somebody where they're like, I've decided to forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm really feeling the love in that text. So. You were like, I didn't know I needed forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's that kind of, like you said, mm-hmm. it's forgiving someone whether or not they repent or not. And sometimes that doesn't even mean like, you know, so we can forgive people in a way that, that that still demands them to do something. Exactly. Where we, we're extracting something from it. And we have to trust the Lord Mm -hmm. to, to work on people's hearts because he's put Mm -hmm. you in a place to forgive. Right. Not because of that person, because it's the same thing with us. We don't deserve anything that the Lord gives us, but he does it anyways. Yeah. And he, he knows that we'll eventually yeah. start catching up. Well, he hopes so. You know, the, the implications of it, too, are huge because um, if we don't do it, you know, essentially, um, by not doing that, we think we're hurting that person, but really we're interfering with our relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. because it's what the Lord asks us to do. When he taught the disciples how to pray, he said, forgive us as we forgive those uh, who have trespassed against us. Mm. If there's an as clause, and we're really setting ourselves up to say, you know, forgive us according to how we've forgiven others. And that's a really high bar. But it really comes out of a, a lifestyle that we need to live. And, you know, one of the things I shared at the um, worship night, which I won't go into detail now, but it'll be uh, in detail in a book that we'll be releasing in the next several months. But Sorry. I tell people that, um, you know, Forgiveness is powerful, and people come to the Iron Bell, and they see the physical location, they sit in the worship, they feel the power of the Lord uh, move in their lives, and mm-hmm. uh, they sense His presence. And I tell people, you know, if it weren't for Shelly coming to a point where she could forgive me mm-hmm. during a critical time in our marriage and life, none of this would exist. And so mm-hmm. I say that the Iron Bell was built on forgiveness. That's good. One simple but difficult 
act of forgiveness. And we never know the spiritual implications and ramifications of us going in doing the work with the Lord and, and giving people forgiveness. And, you know, uh, I just have gotten to the point where, you know, the Lord's been teaching me about this and he's, he's just telling me, you know, encourage people just to lay it down and let it go. And I had a situation in my life uh, not too long ago where I was really having trouble forgiving uh, this person. Mm. And, you know, I would do it, and then I'd take it right back. <laughs> and then I'd forgive them, and then I'd take it right back. And I remember um, one of the wise women in our community, Sandra, she just said to me, you know, Greg, in order to do this, you really need to ask for God's heart for this person. Mm. And immediately I was thinking, I don't want to do that because if I ask for God's heart for this person, he'll give it to me. And I know what his heart's going to be. It's going to be love and, yeah. and grace and just tenderness. But I did. And I really saw my whole attitude shift toward this person. Forgiveness became real to me. And I moved through the feeling of beyond just forgiving, but into blessing. And I was able to start saying, okay, not only do I forgive this person, I'm blessing them and saying, Lord, would you bring forth the goodness of your plans for them? Would you bless them in their daily life? Would you bring forth fruit in relationships? Father, would they experience you in, in powerful ways? And would, you, uh, would their spiritual life be rejuvenated? It just, um, I was able to pray with the Lord's heart to really see him, them through um, his eyes. Mm. And it profoundly changed not only the way I reacted to them, but also the way I prayed for them. And the yeah. feeling inside of me where I really could let it go and lay mm. it down. And they weren't just words. It was something I could actually do. Wow. That's amazing. Mm. Um, I, you know, it's true, though, too. It's like that that process of, of there's there's this like, it's like practicing. It's almost like Joel says that fake it till you make it kind of thing. He says that a lot about it. Yeah. We're talking about prayer, like sometimes saying, I just don't feel like doing this. But, but there is something in it, and especially in the forgiveness area. It's like, you just got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And most of us are like, I'm waiting for the feeling. Right. I'm waiting to feel like doing it. Right. And I understand that, that that's, there's some, there is some legitimacy that it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when you're really in that place yeah. where you're hurt deeply right. or you're angry or yeah. you feel like they don't deserve it. Right. You know? That's hard. Um, but you, ha- it's like, there's like something that breaks mm-hmm. in the spiritual. Right. When you just start to do something yeah. that you know is yeah. right. Right. That's part. And yeah. that's the act of that, like praying for somebody that it's like, I can imagine, you know, I was praying for people going, Jesus, will you just please bless this person? You know, it's like, you know, but God takes even the thing that we do with, we, even if we're not doing it well, right. but we're doing it with a heart that yeah. we know he wants us to have. Yep. Like we're trying, we're yep. like, God, please shake yeah. my heart into your heart for this person. I'm going to start where I know to start, Yeah, which is not perfect. It's yep. not great. It's a little messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like I, I don't have the right to even be doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that Yeah, it's too. just an act of obedience at that point where you mm. say, I'm going to be obedient. Uh, it's not perfect, but I know. And once we turn towards God, you know, as you said, I think things break off. I think some mm. strongholds break off over us because that unforgiveness holds us in, in, uh, in prison, you know, mm. because we're shackled to that unforgiveness. And so it's really a gift we give ourselves. We, we think we're doing it for the other person, but we're doing it just as much for ourselves and our relationship with the Lord. So here's uh, the truth. It's the way of the kingdom. And here's the thing. And I'll just say this. There are some things that God wants to do with your life that he can't do mm-hmm. until yes. you do that. 
Yes. And that's a big deal. Right. Because those things are part of your purpose <clears throat> and your destiny. Right. But you're carrying something that's, that makes you unprepared for it. So it'll right. hurt you right. if you go into your destiny without dealing with yeah. this. You think, well, I just won't deal with this and I'll go on to better things. Right. You won't be able to enjoy those better things yeah. until you've dealt with this thing. You won't be able to walk into the fullness of that thing that God yeah. has for you. That sounds like a very general, uh, risky statement, but I, I know it's true. Yeah, because God's always about forming us into His image and conforming us into His image. And to your point, when we hold on to those things, you know, our character isn't ready for our destiny, as mm. we like to say here. We just... God's got to build us up. We don't like to say it, him. but we have we, to say yeah, it. <laughs> we don't like to say it to ourselves. <laughs> I like to say it to you. Yeah, I like that. Um, you need yeah. to forgive. You need to get your character ready for your destiny. Uh, <laughs> but it really does uh, because the Lord, uh, in His kindness, wants to reveal these things and then mm-hmm. heal us and then bring us into fullness. Yeah, and it's hard for us to recognize that, isn't it? That it's mm-hmm. the Lord's kindness that's at work in that. That yeah. pain, it feels painful because yeah. we're avoiding it. Right. We're we're in that Chinese finger trap yeah. where we're pulling away and yeah. it's tightening and tightening and tightening, and we don't think it's fair because we yeah. don't understand that we're if we press in, we're going to be released. Yeah. And that's the Lord's kindness because yeah. He's doing two things: He's freeing us, and He's bringing His bride together. Yeah. Um, which there, which is a powerful thing. Yeah. And it's that revival that we're all really longing for. And that revival, that harmony in the body, that unity that we're longing for, it starts at this place of forgiveness, yeah. of allowing offense to fall off yeah. so that we can be um, a bride in harmony. Yeah. Right? Amen. So... I think that's really good. You know, on the practical side of that, like we said, you know, just a great place to start is to start. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and let's, let's let some listeners do that. Yeah. You know, let's, uh, let's ask uh, right now, uh, just, yeah. um, just come before the Lord and Lord say, is there anybody um, or any situation that I'm holding unforgiveness right now in my heart? Mm-hmm. Anything that is keeping you from working fully in me? Anything that I am... Um, you know, not even aware of maybe that yeah. there's a lingering root of bitterness that's keeping me from all that you have for me, mm-hmm. that's keeping me from um, mm-hmm. bringing true unity to your bride and to your body. Um, Lord, just bring that person and that situation to mind right now. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just say that uh, right now we just release that person to you. We let mm-hmm. it go. We know we have no rights to be offended because, uh, Father, we've been given grace freely and abundantly, and uh, and that's what we have to offer is what we've been given. Mm-hmm. And so we just extend that now. We ask that you give us a heart for your heart for that person to see how you see them, Father, um, how you look at them through the lens of your uh, tender mercy through your uh, through your love and through your restorative and redemptive plan that you are working in their life and how we can join in and cooperate and pray for that father just give us a heart for them and give us your eyes for them that we might uh, father be a positive uh, part of the journey of how your redemptive plan and your purposes get birthed in their lives right now God, we love that you're the God of forgiveness. Mm. It's your very nature. Unforgiveness is is not from you, God. The forgiveness is your heart. That you press into us and to everyone that is apart from you, God. You press in with us. You press into us, God, with forgiveness and with grace, even when we don't deserve it. 
And we thank you for that, God. We just say right now, you give us your heart for those people, Lord, mm. and begin to restore the bride, God. Begin to restore, begin to set us free from this trap that's that's been, feels like it's kind of strangling us even when mm. we try to not think about it. We still feel it. Yeah. We still feel its clutches. But God, you want us to press in with your heart and begin to see freedom. And we just say, um, Lord, we love you and we thank you for your word. In Colossians 3, it says, um, Colossians 3.13 says, Make allowance for each other's faults mm. and forgive anyone who, for, who, for, who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. God, we just say, give us your heart to be able to understand that we're supposed to live making allowance for each other, giving each other the grace and the space mm-hmm. to just make mistakes and uh, and still be able to love each other and still be able to not let offense creep in and mm. cause separation. So God, we thank you for speaking right now and for softening hearts, God, um, for giving us the humble strength, the humble strength, God, um, to do what only you can do, which is to forgive um, those who how we believe have hurt us or whatever. And also, God, that you're giving us the ability to forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, Father. Um, will you just strengthen that, God, in us right now, the ability to see ourselves as you see us. Yes. Um, and to understand um, that your forgiveness, it, it also extends to us as well, mm-hmm. God. Yes, Father. I'm just, um, just reminded of how you took me through a season in my life where um, I knew you forgave me. But I couldn't forgive myself. And mm. Father, how you showed me that ultimately I was cooperating with the enemy in that mm. because I was wearing a guilt and a shame that you had removed from me, that you came to restore and to remove, and that the enemy uh, wanted to keep that cloak on because he wanted to keep me from intimacy with you and from fullness of what you had for me in my life and the purposes you want to birth. So, right now, I just ask that people would receive their own, what they would forgive themselves and just receive that uh, now from the Lord, just mm-hmm. that sense of um, that forgiveness that not only covers uh, the the sin with, uh, with others, but also with yourself. Mm-hmm. And also, God, we just say, will you just bring um, a heart of forgiveness and grace, your heart, Lord, for the bride, uh, for... For streams yes, of the bride, Father. God, that we, there's denominations and denominations and churches and churches, mm. that we begin to have your heart for each other. Yes, uh, that we begin to see the value of each part being different mm-hmm. and be able to uh, make allowance <laughs> for each other, God, to be um, how we are, messed up or not, but getting getting formed into your image in the process, God, in the journey, uh, which is part of our destinies, Lord. And we just say, give us, help us to just have the allowance, your heart for each other, Lord. And to just begin to forgive the things that we think have been offenses and offenses mm-hmm. towards other parts of the bride, mm-hmm. um, other denominations, other streams. We just say, bring that forgiveness and grace, God. So we begin to see the revival that you desire, Lord, yes, which Lord. starts with the kindling, uh, the, the spark of forgiveness. Um, yes, and we just Lord. love you. And we thank you. In, in Jesus' Jesus. name. Amen. Amen. Cool. Well, that is it for us. We hope you guys were blessed uh, by today's podcast. I know I was. <laughs> <laughs> good to be with you, Stephen, and good to have you guys with us. And I just pray that the Lord will take the seeds He's planted in your heart today, mm. and that the that the fruit that I spoke of at the Iron Bell that that started with one simple but difficult act of forgiveness mm. uh, will play out in your lives. Yeah, would it be the spark of whatever with the of the bigger thing? 
and that God wants to do with you and with your family and with your ministry and with your life. And so we just lo- we just love you guys. Have a great week. That's it for us with the Honorable Ministries Podcast. Take care. Take care.